that long day behind you. Good times lie ahead with company worth keeping. That'll bash a smile on your head. Come on in, the doors open. You'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and let our stories your ear. Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Promising beer and bed love. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Music, medicine, then some. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. The songs. Welcome to the Tavern. We'll get to the topic and discussion in just a moment. Just want to let everybody know this is an adult show with adult topics, adult humor, and in other words, uh, we drink, we smoke, we swear, and we laugh at things we probably shouldn't, but we do it together. For those listening to the podcast, we record the podcast on our live stream at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and have a live interactive chat audience. You might hear the sound of the bell, and that means I want to interrupt somebody to read a question or comment. For those on the live stream, we won't read off everything you put in chat, but we'll try to get to the most relevant or the most amusing, but hopefully some combination of the both. Now, while we introduce ourselves, go ahead and let us know what your vices are tonight. Okay, guys, I'm Travis, and I've got a CAO Brasilia cigar and Gentleman Jack. What about you, Ed? I have... No Gentleman Jack, no cigar, just a bottle of Miomi Pinot Noir, which I have a lot here. What about you, Andrea? Well, at the moment, I have Cat. He's <laughs> on my lap. Mm. So that's all I have right now. Okay, so I want to start this out with something interesting, and uh, we'll wait for the chat to throw their vices in there we go maria's vice tonight is water and petting the dog and i want to bring this up oh yes the music go on for the booty music x1200 there you go thank you for whipping your bits out and throwing them in cross room there i had to be in first place that's <laughs> no, not it's all oh see amber says i already had my whiskey sour now for wine and relaxing before bed kitty's got water That's and good. chocolates what kind of chocolates yeah are we talking hershey chocolate are we talking about bonbons are we talking about some godiva what do we got <clears throat> now i want to talk about subscriptions now we all know amazon has a subscription service amazon prime mm-hmm and you get streaming videos, you don't really get any music. You get some music, but, you know, you pay extra to get the other music. Um, and they're raising the price. Oh, and you get free shipping. And they're raising the price from 119 to 139 a year. Now, the logic of the company seems to be, because we can, fucking prices went up, and we're offering more than anybody else. So, we can so now everybody's got a subscription for somebody, something. Andrea, you with us on this so far? It's very important. I need Andrea's input on this. Andrea, Taco Bell is now offering a subscription service for tacos. That's right, Taco Bell. So, uh, what does that entail? I'm about to, yeah, I'm going to ch- tell you, I'm going to let you know here. Um, so it's tacos as a service. And Sweet Green Salads has $10 monthly discount program. Panera has a subscription service. You get $8.99 a month. You get unlimited coffee or tea. And uh, so, yeah, Taco mm-hmm. Bell jumps into it. And give me a second. It's a big article where they're avoiding telling me how much it fucking costs and what you get. Yeah, I don't think they actually tell. Oh, wait. It's a free taco. No, no, that's what he's offering. It's not free if you pay for it. It's true. It's true. I don't even know if they tell me in this article what, what they get. Um... Oh, it's $10 monthly subscription 
that gets subscribers one taco every day for 30 days. Butter on that, sir. <laughs> Zach says, oh, monthly food poisoning sub. Sweet. So, okay. Um, ew. I guess it's one thing if you're a college student and you're on a limited budget, okay. But for me, there's not a Taco Bell around. And I have it maybe twice a year because, oh my God. You know, know. You know who I think this would be great for? Uh, Homeless people. If you're actually struggling to feed yourself or your family $10 a month, a taco a day can make a world of difference. Matter of fact, there's probably a whole third world countries we should sign up for this shit. Well, they'll get shit from it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. See, Kitty, so, go ahead. Yeah, like so. I I remember when I was in college or first starting out, or you know, whatever. Not a lot of money, and that I don't know if it's better than ramen, but I want to say it's better than ramen. <laughs> Probably not better so, for you, but go on. Well, you, you know. But you get a dollar, get a case of ramen, $10, get a taco every day. There you go. I, I guess it has its advantages, but um, not for me. Mm-mm. Now, I've got a few comments to read off. Then I want to hear Ed's thoughts on a taco a day for $10 a month. God, you know, if I had 10 bucks and a Taco Bell was a half mile from me, I would be getting a subscription tonight because that sounds good to me right now. Um, you so- have to go there every day. I'm reading comments. They're they're still on the chocolates. There was a lot about the chocolates. Well, Uh, I got stuck on the chocolate, too. And I was thinking, hell, screw Taco Bell on a taco subscription. Maybe I should be offering a chocolate subscription here. But uh, anyway. You're doing it. That'd be a hot chocolate. (laughs) That'd be a hot chocolate. Uh, Maria shows interest in unlimited tea at Panera. Uh, Decent sandwiches, though. I think they're overpriced for what they offer, in my opinion. Um, Marlene says diarrhea on tap. What? Sorry, did you get stuck on diarrhea on tap? <laughs> but I'm with her with the yeah, unlimited tea and coffee. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. More but, more comments. You know then we'll reply to everything. Kitty says I would not want one taco at a time. Those things are teeny little things. Okay, let's stick to the topic of tacos, Kitty. Um, won't make a difference. It'd be like offering an appetizer to a starving person. Maria says, I also wonder about the subscription and how they check it. Because, like, if I can share my Netflix password, can I and a group of people share this taco sub thing? Amber says, it makes sense for any fast food as long as it saves you money. I used to live on an amount of a taco a day when my daughter was little. I survived on 40 a week. $40 or 40 tacos, because that's really a big difference. Um, and Kitty says, you're going to eat that taco and realize you're still hungry. Yeah, well, I mean, until... Yeah, till that taco's the best thing you had all day. Yeah. Okay. What do we got? Is it can you go to different taco wells and get a taco a day there? Do they keep track yet? That's a good question. I assume they just give you a Taco Bell taco tattoo with a QR code in it, and they have to scan it to see if you got your taco that day. Now, if you sliced mm. off that arm or put it on a prosthetic, then I think you could share it with a bunch of other people and lend them a hand. Oh, yeah. No. No? Okay. I I got a different article for us here then. You guys ready? Ed, any final thoughts on this taco thing? Do I have to get a taco a day or can I save up my rewards and get six tacos all on Friday? (laughs) That's a great question because that would make a huge difference. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I'm betting a taco day because obviously the ploy is to get you in there and you buy a right. t- you get Absolutely. a free taco, you buy a drink, you buy two more. You're gonna tacos, buy something else. You yeah. buy those cinnamon things. You you buy a burrito. You buy the the girl behind the counter because they rent by the. So what? 
this kind of reminds me of, you know, the little ice cream cone tickets you'd get at Halloween or Christmas from neighbors because from <laughs> McDonald's. The little, yeah, it's like, what the hell is that? Wouldn't it be great yeah. to give one to the mailman and just see how many times he shits in your lawn? No. You, just, no, what it, you could pick up the tacos for him and leave it in the mailbox with the flag up. <laughs> oh, we've got comments now. We waited too long to jump to the next one. Um, Maria says, depends on the person. I know some people can eat someone. Oh, wait, there's more to that. Can eat someone out of house and home. And I also know people who have less than half a plateful and are stuffed. <clears throat> Amber says, now, I don't eat a lot more than the amount of one taco, <clears throat> so that saved me money since we eat out at work every day. Maria said, I'd sup for tea and coffee. It was the type of person who left the house for my hot beverages. Yeah, I don't leave the house for my hot beverages either. Amber says, but then I'd have to leave to go get it. We actually get someone to get our food all at once. Yeah, this, this saying of, I, I am so yeah. mystified. Yeah. By people who stop every day at a fast food restaurant, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, McDonald's, whatever, to pick up breakfast. I'm like, doesn't that take, even on a good day with fast service, 10 minutes extra and almost $10 every fucking day? Mm -hmm. Yeah, every day. I would rather stuff an apple in my I used to. pocket. Go ahead, Andrew. Don't put an apple in your pocket. No, now I used to do that when um, my kid was in high school and it was really early because it was an hour for me to get to work, half hour for him to school. It was easier to stop at McDonald's, grab breakfast, drop him off at school, go to work. I used to do that every day during the week. So, okay, I get it. So, more on taco subs? Ooh, a taco sub. How good would that be? <laughs> oh god anyhow or do we want to talk about furious turkeys lay siege to NASA lab good answer Dude. what <laughs> let me let the cat out of the door while you guys discuss it are they GMO turkeys it's probably right after they got a bunch of Taco Bell tacos from their subscription Mm. <laughs> okay. Crazy. So really, Maria's mom used to go to Tim Hortons, which she clarifies is Canadian coffee chain and donuts. Really fucking incredible donuts from what I hear. Um, at least three times a day. So Furious Turkeys lay siege. God, I love this. Uh, to NASA Lab. It's a foul situation. I'm just gonna read the article because I'm just loving this. NASA has really gone to the birds. As the, as, as the Mercury News reports, a gaggle of troublesome turkeys have laid siege to NASA's Ames Center in Mountain View, California. Hold on, let me try my newscast voice. According to the report, the Ames gobblers are defecating all over campus, blocking traffic, peeking at windows and cars, and even proving to be a threat to the agency's aircraft. Making matters worse, people are refusing to stop feeding the birds in spite of a no-feeding-the-wildlife policy. Turkeys and other birds aren't uncommon in the Bay Area facility, the Mercury News reports, but their numbers ballooned since the pandemic began. According to NASA Ames spokesperson Rachel Hoover, she sucks. There will be between five and eight wild turkeys spotted around the center before 2019. Now, there are an estimated 20 to 25. Hoover also told the newspaper that employees suspect the females have been laying eggs at nearby creek and bringing their young onto the campus. Murphy, let's go to you. Thank you, Murphy. Enlightening. Going on with the story. With nesting season around the corner, the U.S. Department of Agriculture is now attempting to get a handle on the situation at Ames before it gets even more out of hand. The agency is working in tandem on a bicycle. Bill for two. Thank you for that subscription, Andrea. Always a delight. Andrea LaChat just subscribed with Twitch Prime. <laughs> Thank you so much for your incredible support. So I, I will skim the rest of this. Oh, wait, no, I got to read this part. 
The agency is working in tandem with California Department of Fish and Wildlife to trap and relocate the birds safely using a pretty elaborate scheme. You know, trick those clever turkeys and shit involving weeks of corn baiting. They also dress up as other turkeys. It was entrapment once they got caught doing it. <clears throat> in specific areas of funnel entrance corral traps. They're then placed in turkey boxes, taken to a nearby reserve and later released. Why would they take them to a Native American area and do that to the Time is of the essence with this relocation, not only because the turkeys are soon to nest, but also because officials want to, quote, ensure that the young turkeys don't learn from the older turkeys in regards to damaging cars and landscaping, end quote. USDA spokesperson Tanya Espinosa. Wow, I picked the wrong accent for that one. It's a foul situation, but these are not going the way of Turkey Day. So... Kitty says, Re relocate to ovens. <laughs> I agree. I, I don't understand the fucking problem here. I have a shotgun. I have a freezer. Give me a call. I'll be there. And they're turkeys. One gunshot. 20 to 25 turkeys. One is dropping. The rest are running. Turkeys are not known for being bold. Oh, wait a minute. So you're telling me they're walking across the grass and shitting everywhere. Mm. We better call the National Guard. Yeah. Look out, Ukraine. We need our people. <laughs> <laughs> Zach says, so, wow. Even So even turkeys get trapped by internet corn. <laughs> the internet is for corn. Yeah, they do. But I won't. <laughs> Yeah, people are feeding him, Kitty. Of course that they're feeding him. That is horrible. It's, uh... Oh, wow. I'm, I'm stuck on the taco omelet now because I scroll up. I got to scroll back down and quit looking at that stuff. Okay. So now... <laughs> we got more turkey talk here. Kitty says, sounds like geese. I think, I, I think Kitty meant geese. <laughs> but they're Whatever. damaging cars are they like stealing hubcaps for their little turkey mobiles okay let's take a quick break and we'll get into the next article where we talk about Beijing we'll be right back like what you hear want to know more go to travissivart.com check out his books his podcasts and all the other things he does Okay, and we're back. So, I have another... Oh, excuse me. I'm just like right into the microphone. How wooed. So, I've got an article right here, guys. <laughs> really? Um, It's funny. I, I'm going to a CNN link, and it's like, are you sure you want to go to that? It doesn't look safe. <laughs> uh, Beijing's cute Olympic mascot was a crowd favorite in China until it started talking. So this is an Olympic story. It's very important. Uh, ooh, a turkey taco. Turkey, turkey of the town. <laughs> you people. I tell you what. We used uh, to have a Turk on the tavern. We did. Robert Turk. <laughs> we should get him back on here. <laughs> By the way, Andrea, uh, Gail Carriger might want another interview. Do you want to interview her with me? Sure, she's fun. I like her. She's a great interview. Um, okay, so Panda Mascot Bing Dwen Dwen? Is that his name? Okay. So a playful panda wearing an icy shell was a crowd favorite at the Winter Games. It's, a, it's the Beijing 2022 mascot. And let me put the link in there. Um, so everybody could take a look at the pictures and stuff of Bing Dwen Dwen. And yeah, it kind of looks like a big rolly ball. And it's just this huge panda thing. But apparently, fans spoke of the beloved panda, took to social media, expressed her outrage at the Olympic mascot, spoke with a deep masculine voice on a program at Tuesday by state broadcaster CCTV. 
So Bing Dwen Dwen started talking. I was so disillusioned, said one comment. Um, others agreed, called the voice disgusting and saying they couldn't finish watching. Um, Bing Dwen Dwen, or rather a reporter in an inflatable Bing Dwen Dwen suit, was interviewing Chinese free skier Yang Shouri. However, the content of the interview was lost in the storm of outrage online. Why is there a cock? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> um, a kid dressed as a chicken. Uh, hold on, I'm looking for the kid dressed as a chicken in this article now. Okay, now I can see that. I see. Yeah, and what is that like? Is is that an X-wing pilot holding the chicken kid? Looks like it. Nice. And it's glad to see the rebellion is finally getting its. There's a zoom in of it. If anybody didn't click on the link, of uh, Bing Dwen Dwen and the X-wing pilot and the child chicken. <laughs> what? So yeah, um, somebody says. No, by the way, censors shut down the outcry on social media on Weibo, which is like the um, equivalent, the Beijing equivalent to Twitter. But a lot of people had a chance to kind of make public statements first, like, I've been hurt when I opened Teo Bao and wanted to buy a Bing Duan Duan key ring. I would only think of the voice of a middle-aged man. Another said, I don't want to hear the uncle voice of Bing Dwen Dwen. It's just a cute little panda. So, yeah, by the way, Winter Sports Equipped Panda has been selling like hotcakes. But, yeah, so people had a breakdown. Ed, I feel like you have some kind of intelligent discourse to go with this. No, <clears throat> other than, Really? It's a talking beach ball. Mm. Yeah, but it talks like this. Hey, little girl, you want to get on my... Wait, I don't have a lap. I'm a fucking beach ball. Tell your mother to call <laughs> me. She owes me 20 bucks and a snort. Where is he from? Jersey? Yeah, Uncle Jersey. What's it do you? I don't know. It's, I, I don't know where pandas come from nowadays. <laughs> They're just all bored in zoos. Um, a couple comments, mostly from Maria. Rule books point out that Olympic mascots are not meant to talk <laughs> under International Olympic Committee guidelines in order to maintain a gender-neutral status. By the way, I clarify once again, this was a reporter in the outfit interviewing one of the athletes. Yeah, according to the bottom of the article, they signed a contract saying that the panda shall remain silent and Buddy couldn't keep his mouth shut. Marlene asks, why does Deep Voice remind me of the fact that 50 Cent was fast-shamed after Super Bowl? <laughs> this is a tangent, but we could go on this one. Ed, did you watch the Super Bowl halftime show? I watched the halftime show only and... Same here. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> so let me finish the yeah, comment. I'm... And then jump in on it. Um, I just saw that the other day, though my own first thought of seeing him was, oh, chubby 50 cent too. But just look like, oh, chubby Marilyn Manson. All 90s folks are just hitting the chubby phase of life. Ed, go. I don't like fat shaming. I'm going to put that out there. But yes, when I saw 50 hanging upside down like a fucking bat, which I don't like bats because they don't fly right. And I thought... <laughs> Damn, 50, you look like a fucking buck, 50, dude. You're bigger than I am. Change your shirt, okay? Change your shirt. Wear clothes that that look good on your body type, okay? You need to change your shirt. The muscle shirt ain't working no more. You're not a little hood guy no more. You you got a dad bod, so, you know, wear dad bod clothes. That's all I got to say. So... Yes, Andrea. The only problem, the only thing, the only thing that got me is I'm like, why is he hanging upside down? 
Yeah. I the the dad bod, the shirt, none of that. I'm just like, why is he hanging from the ceiling? He's not a chandelier. Maybe he was doing those back exercises to stretch out before the show, and they just fucking forgot him, or they couldn't lift him down. I don't well, know. It's supposed to like, okay, stretching to make him look thinner. Taller and leaner. <laughs> I, I don't know. Now Andrea has a fun story. Yeah. She used to hang out with Fifty Cent before he made a name for himself. Do you, do you want to tell that story, or shall we just dodge that? We're going to dodge that. We're going to dodge that. Let me just tell you, he used to be worth a little bit more. But it, it was measured in centimeters. But anyhow. Anyhow, uh, what do we got here? Hanging off the roofs. Kind of wish watch halftime. You could still watch it. Andrea watched it on YouTube. Standing in front of our fireplace to yeah. warm her knees. <laughs> Like grooving along, it reminded me of like high school, college music. That's what was around. And I'm like, oh my god. Uh, okay. I'm kind of with Amber. now. Like Snoop Dogg's albums are sad. Okay, <laughs> let's just face it. Snoop Dogg has made a great fucking thing for himself over the past five, ten years. Whether you like Snoop Dogg before or not. I'm so now you're just like, dude, you fucking rock. You're doing things for the kids, making Netflix series. You're hanging out with Martha, getting mm -hmm. stoned now that she's a fucking felon. And uh, no doubt you're getting that 65-year-old white pussy. Good for you, dude. Well done. Um, and now he is the primary owner of Def Jam Records. Really? Good, good. He's probably going to help people out with that because... I don't know. It can't be all spin. By the way, Ed, have you ever watched one of his, the videos people put together with the different things he's done, anywhere from Bollywood to Marachi yeah. bands to all the fucking things? And you're just like, you know what? I can't even make fun of you, Snoop, because you just fucking owned every single bit of that. And yeah, I'm only raising a glass or a doob to you. Do they call them doobies anymore? Anyone? Anyone? They call him Doobies. He smoked one just before the show. Yeah, Andrea. Okay. He is... I would love to say talk to him about business. Because he's got to have a great business mind to do oh, all yeah. of this. You don't, hear, you don't hear a bunch of shit about him in the media that's not... That's shit. Yeah. It's all positive, and I love that. Yeah, worst... I love thing you hear on the media about him, whether it's news or personal or somebody, they're like, he may have smoked marijuana, like, right <laughs> 10 minutes ago. That's what? the worst you're hearing about him. <laughs> and he's in his own commercials for Bic. <laughs> and you see these and, commercials with Martha Stewart? Yeah. Go on, Andrea. He's not they're what? They're so cute. <laughs> and, and he's not bashing other people. Mm -hmm. He's not out there talking shit about other people. He's doing his own thing, and he's fucking killing it. Respect. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I want to read a couple comments that we jumped over here um, regarding the panda thing, because we tangent. And hmm. we can go back to that, or we can go to the next article. we got a lot to cover here, and we'll probably roll long, because <laughs> in theory, we can without anybody getting crippled for work tomorrow. By the way, Ed, the, the Yeah, I know, right? I'm, I'm looking at you, motherfucker. Um, I'm still up at four. Are you? God damn it. Yeah. I thought we had. <laughs> I'm good. Really? You're going to run away? Cat was scratching at the door and I went to get it. Okay. So Maria says Asian culture is so tied into cute culture. I get why they're pissed. And Kitty says people having a fit because they don't like the voice of a fucking panda mascot is what's wrong with this world. Get over it. Or shut the fuck up. Yep. How about both? And the kitty, random fact. Hey, Ed, bats can fly faster than birds. Thanks, kitty. I'm sure Ed needed to know that. But they still don't fly right. They don't <laughs> fly right. They fly all weird shit. No. <laughs> uh, I did like Amber's um, thing. It says the only one on that stage dressed for their age was Dre himself. And Marlene said Snoop was just in his usual Sunday finest pajama. 
I love both those comments. Actually, like all four of those fucking comments. Um, What did Zach say that I missed? Ah, gotcha. Why is it hanging upside down? So, let's look at this next thing. So, you remember last time we went over all these news stories, we had a bunch of people on frozen lakes? No? Yes? Maybe? You don't remember, like, the 18 people on snowmobiles, on the ice flow, and all this other shit a couple weeks ago? And it broke. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this week, we have an Oklahoman woman used an air mattress to survive being stranded in the middle of a freezing lake for two days. Now okay. this <laughs> it held air that long. I it know. never holds it to the I, night for me. I'm always on the floor. Yeah. I want to know what fucking know what air mattress exactly. <laughs> that is the best advertisement ever. <laughs> they need to get her as a sponsor. Get her on there now. Give me a second. This is a USA Today yeah news article from uh, February 9th. And I'm going to throw this up here for everybody to check out if they want to. So, you know what? Hold on. Let me make sure the goddamn video ain't playing. Is By the way, fun fact, it's got that same house we looked at last time with the people frozen in it. You know, the ones that we, like, estimated could probably walk to town in the snow in an hour. But anyhow... Mm. So a woman spent two days floating atop an air mattress above a freezing lake until a freight train workers came to her rescue. Wait a minute. How the fuck was a freight train going on the frozen lake? Is this the Polar Express? I don't think... I don't think... <laughs> Tom Hanks fucking pop out? Train, train. What other kind of train are there? Is there like ice trains I'm not familiar with? Wait, were they... Pulling the train. I know about that. Yes. Why, why are you both looking down instead of at the camera? What? Which is it? So the woman and her fiancé were separated on a floating air mattress, folks. I'll point that out. The woman and her fiancé were separated while attempting to use the air mattress as a raft to reach a boat across Lake Texoma. Am I saying that right? Texoma? Tacoma? T-E-X-O-M-A, in Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Highway Patrol said. On Thursday afternoon, while train conductor Christian Sosa and train engineer Justin Luster, what a great last name, Luster. Anyhow, do I make you horny, baby? baby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's, uh... Do I make you horny, baby? Um, they saw a woman screaming for help and clutching the air mattress. Got it, Andrew. The woman told workers she'd been floating through the river. Okay, why is only the woman talking? What happened to the fiancé here? Floated about two miles on an air mattress before finding hey. land near railroad tracks. He pushed his head under the ice and let him go. Yeah, she, she fucking yeah. totally... Um, uh, Titanic, his ass. There's not enough room for both of us. Get in the ice water, motherfucker. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, wait, what? Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I scrolled up. I saw Maria's comment of he's just so chill. I thought she was talking about the fiance. Um. Amber got all science on us. Cold air makes a mattress go down, not stay up. <laughs> Maybe she continued blowing it up because she was on the air mattress to blow things in the first place. We don't know. Mm. And we're not here to judge. Mm. We're just. We're here. <laughs> but is there video? <laughs> he tried to kill her, says Marlene. That's what happened. Maybe he just tried to eat her. That's different from killing her. Mm. 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 <laughs> Zach says hashtag Roselot <laughs> um, yeah I know Maria's like why is there no mention of what kind of air mattress this is I need it 
Yeah, we camp. Uh, Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Right? This is why I'm just thinking that uh, the young lady in question was just blowing the whole time she was out Something. there. Yeah. I mean, she met a guy named Luster. Oh, wait. Just before Sosa and Luster found the woman who identified herself as Connie, her fiancé had landed near a home and reported Connie missing. Say no more. To the local police. Did he push her out to see? Uh... Like an air mattress ain't gonna stay inflated. So they were. His name was Connie, so I know he he was trying to get rid of her ass. Fun fact for the listeners and viewers: Ed's ex is named Connie. Moving on. Um, yeah. the The second paragraph said the woman and her fiance were separated while attempting to use the air mattress as a raft to reach a boat. So apparently, the fiance fucked off. Two days later, he finally reported her missing. Oh. <laughs> I, I tried the same thing. <laughs> yeah, landed near a home. I don't know. Maybe she launched him from it. Oh, um. Oh. So, read Marlene's comment. Yeah, Marlene says, that's what the radio story reported. He pushed her onto the lake, pretty much, and didn't report her missing or needing help. Her one arm was frozen to the mattress, like she is lucky to be alive. I tell you what, considering this article came out on February 9th, and it is now the 24th, I think the fiancé would now be the one who is lucky to be alive if she caught or his ass. Or is he? They're due to be married in June. Next article. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know when they're getting married, but I assume it's any time. So, let's talk about a child's tooth. Oh, but first, we'll talk about a 54,000-year-old child's tooth right after this break. Be right back. Do you love sci-fi and fantasy? Check out TravisSivart.com for some incredible books with fast pace and exciting characters. So, the discovery of a child's tooth in a French cave, <laughs> is this a tooth of a young person, is changing what we know about early humans. The little itty-bitty cutesy. Molar was found along with hundreds of stone tools dated to about 54,000 years ago. Now, here's a fun fact for those that have been keeping up. Uh, most dinosaurs now have feathers, especially the bipedal ones. And uh, human beings were said to be around, as we are now as Homo sapiens, 35 to 45,000 years ago. We now have definitive proof 54,000 years ago. So, our brains being exactly as they were more than 50,000 years ago, but now we have computers and internet and porn. So, which means that Homo sapiens lived in Europe 10,000 years earlier than archaeologists thought. The tooth was always also found sandwiched between layers of Neanderthal remains, suggesting that these ancient ancestors coexisted with humans in Western Europe. I'm going to talk more about that in a moment. The find challenges the idea that the arrival of early humans led to the downfall and extinction of Neanderthals who lived across Europe and Asia for 300,000 years before disappearing from the planet. Thoughts? <laughs> Andrew Ed. I heard sandwich and I forgot the rest. So Taco Bell now has a service. <laughs> and uh, Andrea, just checking, before the weather gets too warm, any interest? I've got a great air mattress and know where a river is. There's tacos. I'm just saying there's tacos. And a sandwich. <laughs> Ed, any thoughts on this? 
No. <laughs> okay. So here's my thoughts. I don't know if somebody just didn't bring the teeth tooth there and drop it. Because they can carbon date it. Just like they date. Now, of course, I go, how do we know carbon dating is right? But let's not go there. Uh, they have reasons. They know it's <clears throat> right. Of course, they also thought dinosaurs, like, by the way, fun fact, T-Rex, they're pretty sure juvenile T-Rexes had feathers. So running around like huge chickens. They're fucking terrifying chickens. And this made yeah. sense to Andrea and I because for literally decades, I've been saying, now, I might be wrong on this. T-Rex arms were on backwards. They were meant to be pointed backwards like a wing, like a chicken wing. I have been saying this, and now they're like, oh, yeah, young T-Rexes did have feathers. So they did have wings. Um, ish. Sort of. What? Kind of. Yeah, sort of, kind of. And uh, big old red rubbery things just like turkeys and chicken and cocks. So with this person, my theory is human beings have multiple strains, genetic strains going throughout. And some are your dominant, I'm out for me, beat my chest, look at me types. And others are, let's work together. I love that you're different from me because it's something new that I can explore and appreciate. But let's work together and move forward. Um, I, I also associate this with the fight versus flight instinct, saying that we have different strains. Yeah. Um, just wait till the next Jurassic Park. Maria says, wait, you mean to tell me Jurassic Park lied to me? No, this is what they knew at the time. But I believe in the yes. next version, they're going to have feathered dinosaurs. They do have feathers. And, and by the way, I'm, I'm kind Are of... Are they going to lay giant eggs? Because dinosaur eggs? Oh, hmm. Dinosaurs Changes everything. Always did lay eggs. There's never doubt about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was never any question. Uh, Amber, I don't know. Amber says, weren't there three types of Homo sapiens supposedly originally? I mean, we're looking at Cro Magnon, Homo sapien, and Homo superior, which is the X Men. Are those the three? Neanderthal. I'm sorry. Homo Superior is coming next. Here at the tavern, we only stock the best hosts out of Homo Superiors. Except me. I just had to pick people better than me. No, so I understand reptiles and birds lay eggs, but if dinosaurs had feathers, did they also have nests? Yeah. And they have did found they these. Did they their eggs? Sometimes. Depending on the species. See, finally, a question that makes sense to me. Yeah. I wonder what omelet would what their omelet would taste like. That's what I want to know. It's a huge. You need a bigger pan, I think, because they're. Okay, I'm just gonna go here right now. There's a wonderful movie out there that you all need to go watch with Ringo Starr and Dennis Quaid called Caveman. Shelley Long is in it also. Caveman, Ed, you ever oh, seen? Oh no, that's a great fucking movie, dude. No, that's an awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> the the one Asian guy in the movie, or is like, they're like doo doo, poo poo, and the Chinese guy is like shit. It's shit, people. <laughs> in perfect English, um, it's so funny. Yeah, there's one scene where they actually get an egg and they're running away, trying to get away from the pterodactyl, which, spoiler alert, may have had feathers. And uh, it is absolutely moronic, Kitty, like like 10 times more moronic than Airplane ever was. It's wonderful. And if Ed disagrees, Ed is allowed to be wrong. Because remember, he's moderate conservative instead of moderate. So fuck those moderate conservative people from us moderates. What? Oh. So, yeah. you know, if the pterodactyls had wings, oh, Go if the pterodactyls had feathers, it makes sense to me because I always wondered, how does something catch air if they have just scales, you know, because we don't see any other scaly flying creature. Well, the fun fact, a lot of reptiles don't actually have scales. They have bumpy right. 
skin. Now, snakes, mm-hmm. what, and not even all snakes, but a lot of snakes have scales. But, yeah, it was mm-hmm. bumpy skin, but you still need something to catch that wind. Even bats, where you're like, they're leathery yeah. wings. They're covered with fine fur. Yeah, they are. They don't fly right. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Oh. Here's one for you. So, it looks like lines written by, quote, Naughty pupils were inscribed on ancient poetry, pottery shards unearthed in Egypt. So give me a second. I'm going to pull this up for everybody. And I'm going to get the link for the chat. Yeah, I know. This is like great. Dirty yes. 18,000 year old ancient pottery fragments have fucking dick, dick jokes on them. That's great. Uh... I want to see a feather dragon. They're called Coatl. They're a South American myth and legend. Check it out, Maria. <clears throat> so, archaeologists have uncovered over 18,000 pieces of pottery inscribed with details of life in ancient Egypt, including lines written as punishment by badly behaved students. Now, the 2,000-year-old fragments include receipts. Yeah, Andrea? Receipts, what? school text, trade information, and lists of names, according to researchers at Germany's University of, oh, Marlene will kill me, getting it wrong, Tübingen, uh, which carried out the ex- of excavation. Um, so it's at a site of Athribis, 200 kilometers north of Luxor, marked with inks using reeds or hollowed sticks to recover pottery pieces known as astraka are remains of jars or vessels that were used as writing materials and there's some pictures in that article that i posted guys so hold on there are a list of months numbers arithmetic problems grammar lessons and a bird alphabet each letter assigned to a bird whose name began with that letter this gets better um so naughty pupils began being made to write lines other fragments includes there you go a child's drawing of three human forms as well as a pictorial representation of gods, geometric figures and animals like scorpions and swallows so my point is anybody who says I hate they make us do this it trust me it's nothing new they're fuck lists, says Marlene. <laughs> Maria says, oh my god, this is ancient smut. <laughs> Kitty says, I like to picture T-Rex hopping around, chirping in bass. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Amber says, I thought it's I thought it said it was written in demonic, not demotic. Demotic. <laughs> okay, I know we're getting late. I've got two articles left. I could talk That's about funny. potato perfume or expert opinions on hiccups. What? What's behind door number three? <laughs> okay, folks, that's our show for tonight. <laughs> there, there is no door Seriously, number three. I, I don't want to ask, but damn. Potato perfume? Okay, so potato perfume it is by popular request. Oh, so I'm, I'm going to get the... Uh, by the way, this was introduced... In Idaho (laughs) for Valentine's Day. In Idaho for Valentine's Day. Let's throw that right up there. There's the article for everybody. So, yeah, it's titled Simply Irresistible. Idaho promotes the appeal of potato perfume. (laughs) And by the way, it's called Fritis. (laughs) And it's a picture that looks like a fucking pineapple. 
glass jar with <laughs> crinkle fries beside it and uh, little yellow flowers. They're adorable. Uh, Frites. The makers of a new perfume say they're using the scent of something truly irresistible just in time for Valentine's Day. French fries. Frites by Idaho. Is a limited edition fragrance. There you go. Thank you, Andrea. Only available only on the Idaho Potato Commission website. I'm going to interrupt before I read any more of the article. And let's face it. If a woman smells like French fries, that is attractive. I'd eat that. That's right. That's right. (laughs) And also, let's face it from the other direction. There's a good chance it works both ways. So, you know, okay. So, So going on with the article. Commission sites polling that suggest almost 90% of Americans can't resist the smell of... (laughs) 90% of of Americans can't resist the smell of the salty, tasty side item. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, we, we cut it off with side item. Threw that right in front of what we actually were thinking. Let's see. What? Let me let me think. What Jamie Higgum's voice would sound like? Okay. Yes. So, yeah, Andrea. Uh, I you could buy me some of this. I'm oh. okay with that. Oh yeah. So I can eat you. Where Dang. do you get? This? Apparently, I. So where do you get this? There's not a link to anything. <laughs> Amber says. Frites brought to you by Frito Lay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maria, no, it is not wrong that you want to smell this. Um, not at all. Way, you can ask Andrea and Ed. For years, I have been saying, why do we not have food scented perfumes for women to wear? Because mm-hmm. women wear all this floral scents. Guys aren't into florals. Put the fucking smell. I'm not in the floral Yeah. Put the smell of like potatoes. steak and baked potatoes or apple pie potatoes. and cinnamon on a woman. And guys like, can I bacon? Like yeah, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and and for women, you know, well, really the same so, thing. Yeah. What? So what happened was <laughs> when Tyrus and I and some friends, we because we work conventions and things. Well, we decided. To enter um, the cosplay contest. And we did a cosplay of fairies. The coffee fairy, the wine fairy, the bacon fairy. And there was a cheese fairy. And the one that did the cheese fairy, she got macaroni and cheese scented perfume. So mm-hmm. she did the whole thing. So there is there is a thing for food smelling perfumes. Mm-hmm. I would love scented candles that smell like a Chinese restaurant when you drive by. Okay, give me a second. We're going to do a quick break here. Then we're going to come back and talk about the appeal of potato perfume. Did you know Travis Sivard is a writer? Science fiction fantasy is a specialty, and he has a podcast called Write Night to help other writers along the path. Check it out at TravisSivard.com. Okay, and welcome back. So, a few comments before we move into anything else. Um, French fry scented, not, yes. <laughs> Marlene says, instead of Idaho, I dat ho, I see. Kitty says, mm. you, you too can smell like a spud. It's, uh, I tell you what, even if a dude next to me was wearing this, I would lean in and breathe deep. Let's go creepy on this one. Um, Rhea says that could be like it's your out of stock. yeah out of stock. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Maria says that could be like your sign when she wears the potato perfume. You know exactly what she wants. Marlene, yes, she does. <laughs> ever so cleverly says for shi- <laughs> for fish and chips at home. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> so I'm I'm posting the link of where you could actually buy it. It's out of stock right now, but 
There you go. Potatoes. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody wants to send some of this to the tavern, we'll gladly take take it. That's right. You'll you'll have to. We'll try. test taste that stuff. <laughs> Maria had checked before we got to it. Um. So. <laughs> That's right. Boil him, bash him, put him in a stew. That's a song. What song is that? Uh, song. Okay. Duh. Ed, you got it in you to cover the hiccups, or are we done? Nah, I got no more to say about potatoes. No, no. Should we? Can we go on to hiccups, or do we need to end the show? You got five more minutes in you? Women ask this guy all this minutes. all time. Yeah. Oh, for you, Travis, I'll give you 15. Okay, but we got to cuddle afterwards. And one day, okay, not tonight, fine. one day, but not tonight, I want to be the big spoon. Okay. So. Fat chance. Did you just call me fat? That hurts. No. That's, no. that's another no. thing I said to him earlier, too. <laughs> Anyhow. Um... It's from the Lord of the Rings. What's oh, boil and mash and put them in a pot. That's right. It's the Goblin song. Potatoes. <laughs> down, down the Goblin Town. Down, down the Goblin Town. Boil and mash and put them in a stew. Yeah, that's a Goblin song. Okay, so here's an article from CNN Health. Experts explain what hiccups are and how to stop them. Um. Oh, yeah, I know he needs attention. Let me get him over here so I can pet him while I'm talking to you guys. So apparently hiccups was one of the most searched terms for 2021. And we study them and we don't actually know a whole lot about them. The irony of that stuck Dr. Ali Sifi, a neurointensivist, while checking up on a patient who was recovering from surgery for brain trauma. The patient had been gulping down water to cure the case of hiccups that had come up in his hospital room. Hmm. Uh, the doctor is quoted as saying, he turned to me and said, doctor, this is the 21st century. You guys have treatments for cancer, strokes, heart attacks, but not such a simple thing as hiccups? So, Sefi developed a simple tool called Hickaway doesn't work in the South. That's a different thing, guys. A plastic straw-like tube mm-hmm. that increases pressure to lower the diaphragm when you drink. That's he said is effective for stopping hiccups in most circumstances. So we got to look into what are hiccups. Major muscle. Um, the diaphragm major muscle that controls breathing sits below the lungs near the stomach. When you breathe in, diaphragm contracts and your chest expands. Hiccups are a sudden spasm in that muscle. Send a message to your brain to close a flap in your throat again and again. Hence the hick sound. The up comes from release of pressure when the flap opens. What causes it? <sighs> yeah, we usually don't know. Anything from spicy food, alcohol, carbonated beverage. I don't have the problem with alcohol. How about you, Ed? Mm. Great. I'll drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh, eating too fast, carbonated beverages, uh, so oh, on. Shit. Basically, stomach irritation. By the way, I've seen stress cause hiccups. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Wouldn't know about that. Um, let me scan, scam, skin, skim, sorry, all kinds of extra words. (laughs) So, what, what, what I miss? You got comments? Maria says, so you got to shove a tube down your throat. I think I'll just deal with the hiccups. That's fair. Yep. So, there are more common in younger humans. Like we're studying a different species. Common in babies in the womb, which is interesting because they're not using the lungs yet. Um, 
So as they get older, there's no clear pattern to who gets hiccups more often. Nobody knows why some people get more hiccups. How do we treat them? Uh, debate over which home remedy is true cure. Sefi says, they're all a little right. Whether it's holding your breath, drinking cups of water quickly, and in succession, drinking upside down, or getting scared. Sefi, there's actually good science. Drinking upside down works. Doesn't that just cause entertainment for everybody watching you spill water all over your face? No, it, it actually works. My dad taught me that as a kid. It, it does work. Doesn't go in your nose. And your dad just laughs and laughs and laughs. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What if he taps the bottom of glass when you're drinking? Does that do it mm-hmm. then? What if he, when, you, when you're what drinking upside down, if he taps the bottom of the glass while you're drinking? Oh, no. He, he, he never did. So. Well, you had kind parents. <laughs> <laughs> so the ones that involve breathing and drinking include long contractions of the diaphragm, and getting scared or surprised can here's what I'm gonna tell you. If you take your mind off it, it goes away. That's why the deep breathing and the getting scared works. Cases it's psychological half the time. It starts physical and then it triggers a psychological reaction. Are they not cross-referencing these two things for facts? Like for decades, I've been telling people dinosaurs had feathers, but anyhow. So how do you guys get rid of hiccups? I haven't had them in ages, to be honest with you. Zach says, Alt F4 works. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I'll try that. Yeah. Don't try it right now, Andrew. Don't do that. That's an old Whatever. gamer trick where people are like, there's this glitch in my video game. And people are like, Alt F4. <laughs> so, no home remedies, Ed? You said drinking upside down? Mm-hmm. So, when you drink upside down, what do you like? Lean sideways in a chair? No, I don't even know that I can do it sitting down. And if I stand up, you won't. Well, you won't see. You you see the long tube that you stick down your throat and not necessarily. Hey 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 hey! You, it's a family show. <laughs> Instead of drinking this way, right? You put this part on the glass, and I can't do it out of a wine glass. Oh, so um, you're not like leaning your head backwards like over the side of the chair? No, you lean forward and you sip. Yeah. Andrea, how do you handle hiccups? I just, I don't. I just cry until they go away. Does, does crying help the hiccups or does it cause the hiccups? No. Yes, I don't know. Sometimes I get them and they're bad and they're loud and they're painful and you laugh at me because <laughs> they are funny. No, here's but, a fun fact. No, I don't know how to get rid of them. I, I do laugh at Andrew when she gets hiccups. But also, here's a second fun fact. I laugh at myself when I get hiccups because I find them fucking hilarious because everybody's just like, oh, God, hiccups. And I'm just like, ah, I can't control my body. Ah! I'm just amused by it. Uh, Kitty says, my hiccup cure is to drink until I don't care anymore. That'll work. <laughs> the wisdom of the ages right there. Remember, folks, for everybody out there, in 75 to 200 years, we're going to be the wise old people that are handing down the fucking oh, wisdom of the ages to people. <laughs> you know, we might not be popular and famous right now, but in 100 years when they rediscover the crap on the internet, talk of the tavern is going to be all the rage. Yuri. So, okay. I think we'll wrap this show up. Anybody got any final closing thoughts? Feelings? You want to talk about your feelings, anybody? No, I got no fucking feelings. 
I feel like I need some of that um, potato French fry perfume. Yeah. Can anybody <laughs> find us some of that, please? Uh, Maria says, I laugh when the dog gets hiccups because he's so scared. And it's hilarious. Only happened like twice, but it was adorable. Let's do a closing toast here, folks. Um, uh, here's to taking the news that makes you laugh. Basking in it. Reading the rest, spitting on the sidewalk, and moving the fuck on. Okay, yeah, guys. I actually had alcohol yeah. left over at the end of the show this time. That That's pretty good. We've got another 10 minutes to go till Ed finishes his alcohol now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get some closing music here and get Ed to bed, because he's got to be up in 17 minutes or some shit like that. So... Here's the outro. You guys have a great week and we will catch you again next time. Before we go, I want to remind everyone that you can email us at talktothetavernshow at gmail.com to let us know your thoughts on the show's topic, suggest another topic that you'd like to hear us discuss, or just have us read a message out on air to someone in your life. Thanks for supporting the show by downloading the podcast, sharing it on social media, grabbing some shirt stickers and mugs from bit.ly slash tavern merch, or barware patches and hats from bit.ly slash tavern merch too. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash tavern merch or tavern merch and the number two. Thanks to everyone who joined us live at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and everyone who supports the tavern by subscribing, hosting, throwing bits, raids, and most of all, commenting. Thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight. You are the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night.